Welcome to MSP Voice, the weekly show for MSPs by MSPs. Brought to you by MSP360, the number one cross-platform cloud backup. Learn more at msp360.com. This is MSP Voice. Hello and welcome. Today I am pleased to be joined by Yigal Behar with Too Secure. Uh, Yigal, hello. Hello, hello, Doc. How are you today? I'm good. So tell me a little bit about yourself and, and what you do at Too Secure. Okay, so I'm in the IT business for uh, more than 20 years, okay. uh, specifically in security since uh, 2000. Uh, I started as, as an IT consultant. Uh, my career starts in Israel. I had my business since uh, the ni- 1990. Okay. Uh, and then around 2000, I sold my business to another friend of mine. The, the, he was also an IT consulting. Mm-hmm. And I decided to move to security. Um, I started actually reading security firewalls in the bathroom. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> this is how I used to use my time. I said, okay, I better use my time efficiently, uh, not to waste every minute. So I read files. Back in the days, files was a, was a very uh, uh, security started with firewall. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So that, this is how I started. And then, and then I joined, um, uh, the name of the company was Avnet Deloitte. Uh, provided, uh, again, security consultancy services to various customers. Uh, government, private, any kind of uh, government, I mean, from the prime minister office up to uh, healthcare, anything that uh, flies there, uh, we did a lot there. So, okay. small, big, anything we did. And in America, I did the same. I opened a um, cyber security consultancy firm. I took my experience from the enterprise and I said, okay, it's good to bring the um, enterprise experience at the head and move it to the small business uh, customers okay great so would you would you consider yourself uh mssp you know, managed security services provider or what, what what do you what do you consider yourself <laughs> uh, okay. definitions well you know definitions is a little bit the problem because now you're trying to put yourself in a box and i don't yeah. like boxes in general i don't know about you uh, and I would say it's like a combination of MSSP and I call the other service that I have, we call it MDDR, Managed Detection uh, Defense, Detection and Response. Okay. Um, so with the MSSP, um, you monitor activities, but you don't do anything. Okay. Okay. With a MDDR, you go another step and say, okay, I saw this event. It's an unknown event or a known event. Mm-hmm. Let me do take an action. So we are taking the action. So it depends with the customer, how the engagement is. We are trying to um, accommodate the, the request. So let's say, said, okay, just notify us what to do. This is what we do. Yeah. If the customer tells us, okay, do the remediation, we do the remediation. However, the customer wants, this is how we do it. Okay. So kind of a combination, I would say. Gotcha. Now, in terms of, you know, managed service providers out there that maybe don't focus on cybersecurity, what advice do you have for them? Uh, <laughs> it's a lot of question, you know. You better start, right? <laughs> yeah, you better start, yes. The, the answer is you should start yesterday. Yeah. Um, interesting. I had a conversation with another uh, business consultant about two years ago, and I said, you know, I think I want to help those MSPs and IT resellers with security because they don't have the expertise, they don't know anything about security. 
it's not exactly selling IP phones and selling other services like backup or whatever. Mm -hmm. Security requires expertise and knowledge. Okay. It's not necessarily that they have. And he said, you know, it's a great idea, but then there's a lot of obstacles doing the way to get the contracts, get the, the supplies, get different things put in place. You need to build a team. It took really a long time, uh, months, until you build uh, something that is workable and you can pro provide those uh, provide those services to your customers. Okay. So really, it's a combination. You need to bring the talent, which is very important. And another point to make that a lot of people say, okay, you know, we're going to bring AI and machine learning and all those fancy buzzwords. <laughs> and I keep hearing all the time. And I say, guys, you, you are really, there is AI. Yes, it's been developed. It's not exactly how we think it is. It's going to, you need to teach the machine because AI in the end of the day, I don't know if, if the people, the, the, the audience here really did some research about it. Um, and I had a conversation uh, like um, a week ago with another person that she does uh, um, monitoring a, a structures, physical structures like buildings and so forth. And okay. said, you know how it's being done. I said, yes, you need to teach the machine. So it's two ways. One, you need to teach the machine said, okay, this is a broken, mm -hmm. like a picture, this is broken. <laughs> like you're teaching a kid basically. And this is not a broken, this is how it should be. Yeah. And now the machine knows what is broken, what's not broken. So it's not exactly, it's gonna take a long time until you get there. Yeah, but it, what, what about like being able to detect, detect something that's out of normal? I mean, you know, a, a system should understand the steady state and then I, I would guess then at some point something happens that's not steady state, so that would be an alert or, or something like that. It, is that kind of okay or is that not enough? <laughs> okay. It's not enough because in, in the end of the day, so you get all the, you collect all the data, right? From the yeah. influence, the, the network, whatever is there out there. And then you see, okay, so those events are recognized, they're safe. Some mm -hmm. events are not, I don't recognize them, so they may, safe, may be safe, maybe they're not. Right? Yeah. Now you need an analyst, you need somebody with a brain and say, okay, does it make sense? Mm -hmm. If it doesn't make sense, probably you know, we need to investigate and see if this is there is an issue there. Yeah. Now we bring another level, we call it threat hunting. Okay. Threat hunting is going to hunt a threat that it's unknown. Typically it's unknown than known. Because if it's known, I have analytics, I know how it looks like, I know yeah. what is the IOC um, uh, indication of compromise, I know what to do. Okay, I shut it down. But now the problem with all those ransomers, for instance, that are unknown ransomware or mm -hmm. unknown attacks because it doesn't have a signature. This is the problem with AV solutions yeah. that they are using a lot of signatures. And if you don't know the signature, you don't have a solution. So now you need to go and look for those threats that are unknown. And this is the threat hunting does. Okay. So you, need, you, need, you need the analyst to look at those events and make sense of those. Yeah, so, so it's really more, it's not about the known threats, it's about the unknown. Yes, the unknown, because if it's a known, I know what to do, right? So <laughs> I let machine do it, right? Machines are good um, uh, calculating numbers better yeah. than humans, so let them do what they do. Yeah. So, so, how do you, so, so how do you go about doing that? I mean, what's your, you know, what's, what's your approach, I guess, in, in terms of threat hunting? 
Okay, so the, the approach, why, why we do threat hunting? Threat hunting, you do it because you want to look for certain, um, uh, let me backward, uh, back, back, go back a little bit. You do like a war game. Mm -hmm. so let's say I'm, I'm an attacker. Now you need to sit in, in a state of mind of a hacker and think, okay, now how I know how this organization is formed. I know how it's been protected. I know the measures. Let me find ways how to get in without being detected with what I have. Okay. So now if you have a successful entry penetration, for instance, and I wasn't able to detect it, now I'm going to look for those signs of those intrusion and try to build another layer to compromise, to, to um, complement what I have now. Okay. So it's, it's really, it's kind of, it's, it's looking at, Hey, here's, here's your organization, all your systems, you know, obviously, you know, the known threats, but you know, is there a way to get in with an unknown threat? If you figure that out, then, okay, now I can protect against that. Cause now it's no. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Okay. And you know, for, for, you know, a, a managed service provider out there, how do they, you know, what do they do? Are, are they, do they, do they try to do all this themselves? Uh, I, I don't think, I don't think that they do that much. I know <laughs> when, when I go to those websites of those MSPs, I'm, I'm laughing because they write security. Mm -hmm. And then you read what the security, right away, I'm checking, okay, so let's see what they do security. So they write general stuff, yes, firewalls, they write uh, antivirus solutions, they write mm -hmm. email uh, filtering, spam. So they're talking about the general stuff, but they are not touching the real stuff. Okay. So but what I said, but I'm saying real stuff. If you're going to write me that you do penetration testing and you're going to um, check the authentication, for instance, then it's going to tell me that you're serious. But if you don't have that and you write general stuff about security, I know you're not, you don't do security. You just you want to be there, so you fake it. Okay. So what should they do? <laughs> How are you? Uh, what do you mean? <laughs> so do you, do you, so, you know, in terms of too secure, do you work with MSPs? Do you, are, do you offer them a service that they can hire you to, to, to do? What's the, I guess, what's the method in, in terms of how you do business? Right. So we have a special program for MSPs. Mm -hmm. um, and we have a, like, um, like a promotion now that if they join, they get, you know, the different benefits from it, like leads and different things that they're yeah. marketing and, you know, the different things to help them to sell. We're also going to be um, in calls that we're going to have with the, with the potential customers and help them to convert that lead to paying customers. Because okay. at the end of the day, <coughs> you want to upsell and co-sell services either to existing or new customers. So definitely mm -hmm. we have a program that helps them uh, to be there. So Okay. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, and what about MSPs monitoring themselves. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> this is again, I know that you'll, I see what's going on. You like to ask loaded questions. <laughs> I told you to be soft with me. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's, that's a great question. So with that program that we have, we offer those MSPs monitoring to monitor them. Okay because we know that they are lacking in security. So we're going to do, for instance, vulnerability assessment for them, mm -hmm. free of charge. 
We're going to scan the network, blast it, and see what's going on there. Okay, they're going to get it free. Why? Because if they are secured, the customers will have better security. Okay. Considering what happened in the past months with those ransomers that are uh, targeting MSPs, specifically MSPs, mm -hmm. and if you look at target case that was happened in 2013, I believe, uh, a Havoc company was breached, and then they went from the Havoc network to target network. Yeah, the air conditioner, but, they got in, in there by the air conditioner controls. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And you have a problem with supply. This is what is called supply chain. I, yeah. I know people don't know anything. So in the enterprise world, we're talking about supply chain. So this is a supply chain that you need to protect it. Mm -hmm. Third parties are always a soft target. So you don't need, like it's a, a hacker says, okay, let me think. If I can attack a, a target, maybe it would be better for me to go from a different soft point mm -hmm. rather than coming from the gate where I have a big firewall and it's all monitored. Why should I do that? I'm going to waste my time. Yeah. No. Okay. And, and then, so, you know, and obviously MSPs are in the news and, and they're, you know, they're, you know, the bad, the bad people are target the MSPs because they know that MSPs have this deep level access across multiple customers. So right. you know, if they can get into the MSP, then they can get out to all the MSPs customers demand high ransoms, you know, create big headlines, right. <laughs> you know, all, all this type of thing. So, so what are, what are, what are some of the things that, that MSPs really need to look out for? What, what are, what are some of your top hits for, for MSPs? I would say credentials is a big issue. Um, they should switch. And I know that some of the, um, like Kaseya, and Continuum now, and ConnectWise, they are forcing the customers to use a uh, two-factor authentication. Definitely do that. Mm -hmm. And I know they need to change their own security protocols. So they need to change their passwords. For instance, I'll give you another example. I know many IT guys like to do it. Sorry, guys. Uh, you use your admin account, which is very high privilege. Mm -hmm to use to conduct your daily business, you shouldn't do that. You should have separate accounts. Yeah. One is like a regular normal user with no privileges and another one to do the administrative jobs that you need to do. You need to separate the accounts. Mm -hmm. uh, patch management, I think it's going without say, you need to patch uh, and change defaults. Many companies don't change def defaults. Also, files that are misconfigured. 99% of firewalls, firewalls that we audit that were installed by IT companies mm -hmm. are misconfigured. Okay. Pay attention. Because in the end of the day, why the point to have a firewall over there if it doesn't do its job? Yeah. Take it off there and let the customer have a better speed, right? Yeah. That's all. Okay. So firewalls is is you know big area. And like you said, you've you've done a lot of studying on that on that area. So <laughs> well, assessments, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, in terms of, do you do you primarily then work with MSPs? Do you have, do you work with other customers? Uh, you know, with with individuals, small businesses, enterprises. Yeah, we work with everybody. We okay. don't discriminate. Uh, we love to help people that wants to help themselves. So, if you're an MSP that really cares about himself and his customers, we'll definitely work with you. 
Okay. And then now is this, is this like an ongoing continuing service? Is it a one-time yes, assessment? It's, yes, it's month to month. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So tip like what MSPs do, right? Yes. <laughs> Fit exactly their model. Yes. Yeah. And now do you offer, so just help me out. So obviously you're going to, you're going to help MSP and monitor their systems. What about for their customers? Is this something you offer for their customers then as well? They, they, you, yes. they, they sell you through them and you, yes. offer, you offer that service there as well? Yeah, the, the answer is yes, yes. So okay. we monitor the, the MSP. Mm -hmm. At the same time, the MSP will come and say, okay, we have this customer that needs this kind of service. Mm -hmm. We're going to sell the service to the MSP and the MSP will resell it to his customer. So okay. we are in the back. We don't want to come between the customer. We don't want a, a direct connection with the customer unless the, the, the MSP says, you know, the end user wants a direct con connection with you. Yeah. Going to be fine and they're going to get the, the percentage, whatever we're going to set up. Right. Yeah. But you, you focus strictly on the security side. So you're not going to take over. No, no you're not so going to take over the backup and the install and the configure and everything else that they do. <laughs> we have enough on our heads <laughs> to carry now the, the IT. I said to myself, you know, I don't want to touch IT anymore. I don't care about IT. <laughs> it's just, I just want to focus on security because this is really what uh, really drives me uh, every, every day. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to touch IT. I don't want to install software. I don't want to install patches. I mean, they can do it themselves. I don't need to do this. Only call me when you have a security issue, when you have a real issue. I can okay. help you with IT if you have a question yeah. because we have a lot of experience with IT. So yes, I can help you yeah. ask questions and give you some answers. We know. And that's it. But security, okay. that's what we do. Yes. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm a, do, you, you don't limit, do you limit yourself to any geographies or do you work nationwide, worldwide? N nationwide, because in the end of the day, everything through the internet, so it's yeah. accessible, it doesn't matter. You can hack them from anywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so thinking about technology, you know, it, it obviously you, you've got this, you know, focus on cybersecurity. What technologies are you most excited about today? Um, whether it's available now or something that, that's on the horizon? I think I like robotics. Okay. And there's so much potential out there. Um, well, robotics has a lot of stuff, including IoT, and I'm sure we have security issues as yeah. well. <laughs> uh, so I think it's really, really, uh, I would say, it can be very interesting, robotics. That, that's that's my, my, my take. Okay. Yeah. But you know, sometimes people are a little freaked out when they see those videos of like the robot dogs, you know, that can yes. do all this stuff. It, it, it can be a little disconcerting sometimes. Custom <laughs> dynamics. Yes. Yeah. I've watching those videos as well. It's a, it's, it's crazy, but yeah. There. So why to resist, adapt it and, and change. <laughs> Resistance is futile, right? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely right. Yes. So what, what, uh, what technologies are, are you most worried about? I don't think about technology to be worried about technologies. I'm more worried about humans. Okay. That makes sense. Because <laughs> uh, humans are the weakest link in, in, in every chain. Yeah. And if they are not doing whatever they need to do, supposed to do, have issues. So it's, it doesn't matter. The, because humans are creating the technology that we're using. The yeah. So humans are the problem. 
Yeah, and you know, when you when you think about it from a security perspective, right? You can do all the technology you want, but if you can get a hold of a stupid human that'll push a button for you, then you know. <laughs> that's why that's why humans want to push the AI because they oh you know now I don't need to think. Let's let the machine think better than me. But <laughs> that help? I don't know. All right. Um, are you ready for the rapid fire round? For what? Rapid fire. We it's, it's six questions. They're easy. Oh, okay. It's, it's not meant. It's not meant to uh, to, to tax you. Um, just first thing that comes to your head. Are you ready? Okay. Let me right. see. Well, on my chair. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. Okay. <laughs> first up, Apple or Android? Android. Android. Okay. Mac, Linux, or Windows? Mac. Amazon, Azure, or something else? Azure. Okay. Local backups, cloud, or both? Both. Should you always virtualize? Virtualize. You should always virtualize? Yeah. Okay. And finally, which <coughs> is worse, printer support or vendor cold calls? <laughs> both. <laughs> <laughs> Well, printer, printers can be an attack surface, especially if they're connected to a modem line or a phone line, right? Yes. Actually, <laughs> researchers were able to hack a fax machines and pull all the data. So, yeah. Yes. So, yeah, because it's like, and then and I was reading, this was probably a couple of years ago, but I was reading that, you know, hackers were looking for those multifunction devices, you know, that were connected via phone line. If they can go in there, send a few commands to the fax machine, that then opens it up so they get access to the rest of the network. It's like checkpoint, which has found it last year. Actually, this year they found it. Mm -hmm. This year or, or the old 2018. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, that's crazy. Because yes, you know, you is. don't you, you think about the internet, but hey, here's a phone line. You know, that that could be used to attack you and crazy stuff. Yes, it is. <laughs> it is crazy stuff. Yes, you, you want to think about it, but it's yes, it's there. Yes, yeah. it's open. Cool. So. Before we go, any tips or tricks or anything out there that you, you want to leave for, for our audience? Uh, call me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I see you do have a free white paper on your website. Uh, yes. They are so. welcome to go to the website, download okay. it from my ebook. I mean, it's a PDF version, but I have a printed book. I wrote a book okay. to help uh, uh, small business owners with their security and explain mm -hmm. security in a in simple language as much as I can. Okay. And that, that's a, the produce. So I'm working on the second book, actually. Great. Yeah. Okay. Well, I love that's that's about all I got. <laughs> I, it's it's okay. been it's been great. It's it's uh it's been eye opening. Um, not too scary from a security perspective, but you know we we all have our work cut out for us, don't we? <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, you all. Thank you very much for being a guest. Thank you, Doc, for calling. Thank you. <laughs> you have a great Pleasure. day. You too.